Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment Cooperative Extension Service. Kentucky Smiles offers listeners information on maintaining oral health, advancements in dental treatments, research, and more. Hello, and welcome to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Emily Winfrey, Chief of the Division of Comprehensive Care for the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry. Welcome, Dr. Winfrey. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate you being with us today. We are going to talk about access to dentistry specifically in rural Kentucky, and um, really kind of look at the, the distribution of dentistry in Kentucky and how that might impact citizens across the Commonwealth. But before we kind of go down that route, I wanted to start with, could you tell us a little bit about your role within the UK College of Dentistry? Sure. So, so you said I'm, I'm the division chief of comprehensive care, which uh, means that I'm one of the five team leaders uh, that that supports our students in our uh, undergraduate dental clinic at the College of Dentistry. Majority of what I do day to day is in providing clinical supervision for my students as they treat their patients in the clinic. So, I also am responsible for screening new patients and assigning them to students as they come in. But a lot of what I do is in the clinic each day as they treat their patients. As we were chit-chatting but beforehand, obviously I'm with the Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service, and I understand that you have some family connections to the county extension office in your hometown. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I, I have a fondness for the extension office. My, my aunt, Janie Colton, uh, worked with the, the uh, extension office in my, my hometown of Muhlenberg County, Kentucky. Uh, and so she worked at the extension office there for almost 30 years. And uh, so I owe a lot of, uh, a lot of my experiences at, at as a child to uh, interactions through 4-H and through lots of activities at the, the extension office. I always laugh and say, I think all of my public speaking abilities came from uh, uh, 4-H demonstrations as a kid. So um, I think they provide such a wonderful service to our communities and, and I'm happy to support them in any way that I can. Well, we greatly appreciate it. And I will say to you that my um, experience with extension started in the fourth grade with the speech and demonstration contest as well. And I certainly give it um, much credit for my public speaking abilities today as well. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about um, dentistry in Kentucky. And do we have enough dentists within the state? You know, it's it's a complicated answer, uh, to, to put it simply. You know, what, really seeing how many dentists are needed in a community can vary greatly. It can depend on, is the water fluoridated? What, what's the average age of the population? What, what are their needs? And so we typically, though, use the standard set by the American Dental Association. And their research has shown that about you need about one dentist to every 1,639 people in a community. So that ratio of about one dentist to about 1,700 people typically means that the people in that community have substantial or have, have 
adequate access to care. Um, and, and the dentist is able to, one dentist is able to provide that, that stat. And when you look at it, when you look at the population of the Commonwealth compared to the number of dentists in the Commonwealth, we, we actually come very close to hitting that standard. Uh, we fall very slightly below, but when you say, you know, when the question is just simply, do we have enough dentists in Kentucky? The answer is yes, we, we do. We, we should be able to supply our population of, of the Commonwealth with the number of dentists that we currently have. However, if you dig deeper into the numbers, that's where you really start to see the discrepancies because we find that our dentists far exceed that recommended ratio in some of our more metropolitan counties. So Fayette, Jefferson, McCracken, those counties have more dentists than actually what they need to service the population. While meanwhile, we find many of our rural counties are, are, are severely deficient in what they need. And so it fits anecdotally with what we see, particularly at the college where, you know, it's not uncommon for someone to from far Eastern or far Western Kentucky to say that they've driven two to three hours to find a dentist who is able to provide care for them. So, so it's, it's a complicated question. Which is, is baffling to think about having to drive that far to seek care. And I was going to ask you about the geographic dispersion. Why is it that you think rural areas are lacking dentists? There are many reasons, but I think what it really comes down to in a, in a lot of scenarios, and, and what I see a lot as I educate new dentists, is just the, the cost to set up a practice in some of these areas that don't already have established dental practices is often insurmountable insurmountable for a young dentist. Uh, so when we look at, you know, most of the students that are graduating, they have student loan debt from their undergraduate institution. The cost of dental school, so the, the dental school debt that they carry is easily six figures. And so many of these students come out of undergraduate and dental school owing, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. And so if they want to go into one of these rural areas and develop a practice where there isn't one currently, you know, the, the cost of to set up a dental practice is very high. A lot of people don't realize that to outfit a single operatory, so that's one chair in a single dental office and a dental office to have just one chair with a sink and some hand pieces and the basic equipment you need, that one chair will cost about $55,000. So to outfit a practice that actually could supply the needs in a lot of these areas would be a, a task that's just insurmountable for, for a lot of our young dentists who would go back into these areas. What is the UK College of Dentistry doing to promote dentists setting up practices in rural areas of Kentucky? You know, we, we kind of abide by the policy of, of start early and encourage often. So what we found that the best way to get dentists into these areas is to actually recruit from those areas. Uh, many of them already have relationships with providers in those areas, or they have a love for that area that says, you know, I'm, I'm willing to take on that risk. I'm willing to, to, to go in and, and work with somebody and try to, to make it better for my hometown. We start in, in actually in undergrad. Uh, so we have relationships with a lot of the universities here in the Commonwealth, hoping that we can encourage students from those rural areas to think about dentistry as a career. We offer them the opportunity to come to the college and see what dental school is like, get some experience, some hands-on experience uh, working on mannequins and, and fake teeth to just kind of instill that excitement in them for what right. dentistry 
could be as a career. We also, once they come to dental school, uh, we start in the first year of their curriculum uh, doing outreach trips into underserved areas of Kentucky. Our first year dental students go on sealant trips. So they go to elementary schools in Kentucky and in underserved areas and provide preventative care and sealants. We find that for many of them, this is a very eye-opening experience, especially if they came from one of those counties that, you know, has enough dentists and has more than enough dentists, you know, for them to see kind of the stories of these people, these children in these areas, it's a very eye-opening experience. And doubly, it also hopefully gets a youngster excited about the prospect. You know, we we bring them in, they they teach them, you know, proper oral hygiene and do preventative care and, and do exams. And so it, it introduces some of those students who may have never seen a dentist at that point. What it, what does a dentist do? What are, what is what is it that they do and, and to introduce them to that early. And finally, in the fourth year of their curriculum, before the students finish up their last year of dental school, we require all of the students to go on a one-month externship into an underserved area. So by that point, they have increased their dental knowledge, the skill set that they have. They actually go into these communities and serve in these underserved areas providing care. And so we hope that that instills an, an excitement for them to really see the need and to hopefully at the point where they're starting to think about where do I want to work, where do I want to practice, get them thinking about these rural areas that really need them. So as you were talking about the sealant trips, I'm originally from Eastern Kentucky, although not necessarily a rural area, but originally from Eastern Kentucky. And I can remember an elementary school of the College of Dentistry coming in and providing, um, doing sealants in, in elementary school. Um, when you said that, it, it sparked, it sparked that memory. I think this externship in the fourth year is an amazing outreach into rural communities. And I'm certain for some students, especially if they're not from Kentucky or not from rural areas, it's a very eye-opening experience to them to, to go out and experience the culture and to get to meet new people and um, experience new communities. Are there, and I am just going to openly admit, this is a question you might not know the answer to, but it, I my interest has peaked. Are there incentives to bring dentists into rural areas? I know sometimes within certain medical professions that maybe there are student loan incentives or payback programs, et cetera, for um, establishing a practice or providing care in a rural area. Yeah, so there, there's actually not as many as you would think, um, you know, because dentistry doesn't have quite the same pull as, as say, medicine or something like that, that there is there isn't as much of of a of an official program like that, as you would think. But, uh, you know, a lot of our dental students are members of the American Student Dental Association. So kind of the student version of the American Dental Association. And one of the biggest things that they do is help lobby. And, and they really push for the idea of, you know, increasing some, some student loan relief for these providers that go into these areas. Even something as simple as, as helping to increase the student loan interest write-off on income taxes. You know, little things like that can really make a big difference, uh, especially to a student who has a desire to go back to the area to start with, but just can't afford to do so. And so little incentives like that can go a long way. And, and we really hope that with some efforts, both at the national level and the state level to help encourage that, we, we think that would be a really great thing. And as we begin to wrap up today, one last question for potentially our listeners that may be in a rural area or an area of the state that is currently underserved by dentists and they're looking for a, a dentist or need dental care. 
is there some place for them to be able to access potentially a list of dentists so they might be able to see, well, who is close within a 50-mile radius or a 100-mile radius, et cetera? Yeah. So, so the best thing that you can do first and foremost is if you have dental insurance to look through your dental insurer, they will always have a, a, a the most up-to-date list of providers in the area and help them select one that, that could be in network with their, with their organization. If they are, if they do not have dental insurance, if they're a self-pay patient, marketing is, is a big push now for a lot of dentists is, is to help with that. So, so any, any search of, of any Google search will help you find who is local. Um, um, and if you ever have any concerns about it or you're, you have questions, the University of Kentucky's College of Dentistry and also our, our counterpart in Louisville, the University of Louisville School of Dentistry, they, that we always are happy to help provide you with resources either at our at our facilities or help you find someone that, that may hopefully be a little closer to you. Dr. Winfrey, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing more information about access to dental care within Kentucky. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. Our goal is to provide you with knowledge to support your oral health needs. If you have suggestions for future topics, please message us on the UK College of Dentistry Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UKY Dentistry or visit our website at ukhealthcare.uky.edu forward slash dentistry for more information.